This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Oh my god! It is Monday! Moon day, full moon, happy full moon. It's full moon. I know, and Mercury is in retrograde. Oh my god, both things at once? That's too many celestial things! Let's get nuts, baby. Let's get nuts. I'm, I'm gonna, after this podcast, I'm charging my crystals, yeah. and I'm setting my intentions, and I'm, I'm doing the whole thing. I went to a... Um, I, got, I got my Buddhist. crystals. <gasps> you got your crystals? Yeah. Oh, wow. A little pouch of crystals. I like that. <laughs> okay, you went to where? That's nice. I went to a Buddhist temple today. Where? Yeah. I know. In Hacienda Heights, California. It's like it, it's like kind of like, you know, like Flushing Bayside. Okay. You know and what I mean? A, it's like Buddhist the Asian temple? It's a huge Buddhist temple. Okay. Like like acres. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there's like main temples, smaller temples, and then, you know, there's like the meditation hall. Whoa. And then like, yeah, there's like a whole like Wait, when was this built? Was it built by white people? No, no, Chinese. It's legit. Okay. <laughs> Cause you never know. But in America, sometimes a Buddhist. No, can be, I know, you know, I know. There's <laughs> these you know white I mean? Buddhists out yeah. here. <laughs> you know. Fuck out of here, John Lennon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I went because I um I, you know, I knew I was going to have work off today and I wanted to go, I, 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 you know, I've been trying to get back into meditation and I've been doing these like 10 minute guided stuff on Apple and shit like that. And you know, it's fine. It's good. It's good. But you remember when I was like really meditating? Yes. You were scary. Really like TM shit. And you know, and I was like reaching levels of peace and I I just missed that. I, 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 and I haven't done that in a long time. And when I was in smoking weed for the week yeah. of January, <laughs> I I needed something. Are you back? To, <laughs> I'm back, but I'm doing wine rules. Okay. You know, like I'm not like smoking during the day and stuff like that. Like okay. I'm really like trying to use it as a way to like unwind as opposed to like, I'm, I, you know, I'm an artist. I could be fucking high whenever yeah, yeah. I want. You know? um, anyway, so <laughs> I... Uh, I went to a Buddhist temple today and it was it was really it was really cool to see how much there there is like I always thought Buddhism was asceticism you know equals like nothing it it shouldn't be too like grandiose or whatever like that's the thing about what I love about churches and like Roman Catholicism in general is like the grandiosity of it all. Of course, you love and to like, see the money. Yeah. Oh the oh my god the drip drip drip. Yeah. And I there every step I took in this palatial grounds, someone was trying to sell me something, <laughs> and I was like, this is the least Buddhist thing. But this is like highly capitalistic. Yeah. Like the second I stepped in, they were like, here's a box of like blessings, and I was like, oh thank you so much. And she goes twenty dollars, and I go twenty dollars. Whoa whoa what? And, you know, it's like blessings for different uh, – like it, it had a little, a little placard on it and it said like, you know, incense is blessing for this and like f- you, you, you give food as a blessing for this Wait. and, you know, like – so there was like little incense in there and then there was an apple in there and okay. like, you know, a, a tulip, you okay. know, and a f- you leave a flower and that, that's the meaning of, you know, a spiritual – Whatever. So it, it was like a, a little gift box you enter. And, then and the $20 goes to the temple or to, to the temple. lady? No, no, to the temple. Oh, I think okay. everything's going to the temple. Okay. And I was just like, all right, you know, it's 20 bucks. It, you know, it's free to get in here. So I'm like, whatever. You know, th- these people have to clean the ground somehow. Sure. So I give them 20 bucks. Yeah, those tiles then, don't maintain themselves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then I enter into like the great hall area. And then there's a lady uh, with like these red... Um, um, almost like ribbons and they have like calligraphy Chinese sure, like yeah. blessings on it with like and it's attached to this like old school coin okay. and she goes hey you want to throw this on the tree for good luck and yeah. I go oh activity's great she yeah. was like five dollars I'll throw and I'm like <laughs> the fuck is this a carnival <laughs> like what's going on this is like 
This is some like you know like when they were selling shit at the at the uh, in the at church. The church and Jesus yeah. like freaks out. The merchants, and he starts like turning the tables over. Yeah. It's like the one moment of rage that we got to notice in the Bible. Like yeah. Jesus can get angry too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I was nicely surprised that. Um, that like no religion can escape from that. Yeah, because Asian people gotta make money. <laughs> We're enterprising. <laughs> <laughs> like there's How's no your week way. Been? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been uh, fine today. I uh, had a bit of a snafu regarding childcare, 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 and then wait, what? Three childcare? No, I was just like is a an echo into the abyss. Childcare, oh, childcare, oh, childcare. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Help me, help, help, help. You know. It <laughs> Wait, was what nice. happened? It was just like it a was snafu. A, is he alive? He is alive. <laughs> okay. I think. Uh, All right. <laughs> I mean, I I saw his boots upstairs, but like I, <laughs> I'm assuming he didn't melt. But like I, I think that it's like. One of those things. Where I was thinking about it today. It's just like logistics and like planning and communicating. It's just like, just, I don't know. I don't know what happens to heterosexual men. Like it, that like sort of common sense leaves with the jizz in their penis. Like, I don't know what uh-huh. it is, but they just don't have it. Like, I don't understand why there are so many men in logistics, but they can't plan shit. Like, I don't, like it was, it was just one of those things where I was just like, ugh, I just wish I didn't have to have my hand in every single pot. And uh, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. Uh, so what happened? I, we were I was supposed to go out there and drop him off, and no one communicated uh-huh. that to my in laws. So oh. I, I'm just there in a fucking parking lot in Highland Park for like 40 oh, minutes. No. and then I oh, had like no. a, and this yeah, and I had self tape. Everyone's pissed. Like, um, <gasps> oh no. And and the thing is, my son though having a great time. It's also one of these things where like. You remember last week you were talking about how you have to recognize that, like, your dog's not being manipulative? Yeah. 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 Like, that's a, that's a lesson I learned today. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was humbled by that. I did apologize uh-huh. to him. I told him that, you know, Peter had just talked about this on the pod. <laughs> he was like, okay, I've never listened to your podcast. I have no idea. <laughs> I think that's probably a good thing for his yes. self-esteem. As, yeah. as, as, <laughs> as of right now, someday he may need this humility. But like, it was, you know. Do you ever think about that? Like him listening to the pod in posterity? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Never. Saul. <laughs> <laughs> Never occurred to me. Like the, by the time he would I, he could listen to it or want to listen to it, I'm sure he yeah. won't want. Like he it would not interest him. First of all, I can't imagine like at that point people will still listen. Like I'm sure they'll like have the podcast injected in their minds or something crazy. It's like yeah. it, it, you know I I don't think about it because I know like a lot of other comedians have jokes about their children and like all this mm. stuff. And like if you're a child of that comedian, I can't imagine that they haven't heard or felt worse in their lives. Oh, right, right. You it's not going mean? to come as a surprise. Yes. Or yeah. or they're like, like shining beacons of parenthood and like that their children aren't interested or it's like not going to be relevant. Because like there's a part of it where like I think if you're a child of a comedian, like there's no person that's more aware of like the fact that this is an act, that it's jokes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah no version of me is as fun as i am on stage like that's not the reality he's aware of <laughs> like, like he'd see me on stage and be like oh this is your natural like there she goes giving her best out to strangers yes no, I, i'm sure like he, he's gonna think like oh wow she always talks about how she's a bad actress she's actually amazing at it because she's nothing like that like, <laughs> never met never met a version of mom like that um but yeah, like it's you know, I think he's also a pretty serious child, so like I don't think he's gonna be. Mm. I think I've I've I think I've um, snuffed out the joy in his soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those people don't seek our podcast. Well, yeah, he loves the news. He's always like, whenever I'm like flipping through the radio, he's like, "Stop, let's listen to the news." And I'm like, "You're." What? What a psychotic! What a weird you're psych- boy. You're psychotic. 
Like he's always trying to pontificate. He's always wants to like have an. He wants to have a take on what's happening in the news. Oh wow! Because well, he knows- it sounds like he's a little too smart. Maybe that's why he's so serious. Maybe I don't know. I'm always telling him to stop. <laughs> it's the opposite of what we heard. I know. Instead of Kabujima, it's like, can you Kabura a little yeah, bit? Yeah, a little bit. Because seriously, because I'm like definitely the dumb parent. Like I can hear him with his father. Like his fa- dad's always like, oh, like talking about fucking you know, Cornwall and like some, you know, like some shit where like, you know, Napoleon spent some time here and shit like that. And I'm always like, he asked me like how electricity works. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you turn it on. Yeah, exactly. I literally you told pay him- the bill and it's on, bitch. What do you, what do you care? I literally told him that. I was like, what does it matter? Stop reading. Yeah. <laughs> Stop making me feel stupid. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's just magic, okay? Who fucking knows? Like, yeah. yeah. We pray. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, <laughs> maybe that's why he's trying to get some information. Because he's like, no one's giving it to me. You won't give him any. You're no. actually steering him into the Actively wrong way. trying I mean, to this- prevent him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time for Kick-Ass Koreans. Key! Okay. I'll go first because <laughs> I'm upset. We got to, uh, and, we got Angie and I had the same kick as Korean again, and I this time I seated and I was like I had a backup and whatever I'll go. I had the same backup. Okay, well, okay. The, I I don't want to set it up this way because it's so disrespectful. <laughs> this our kick as Korean is kick ass because. Yes. Not only is she Korean, she's been in the public eye since she was a fucking child. Like yes. five years old, I think. Yes. Like her name is Maddie Gosselin. Gosselin, you might remember that last name from John and Kate plus eight. Yes, the original. She was one of the older kids. Yes. yes. Yeah. And this if you don't know who John and Kate plus eight is, it's a it's a family that became famous because this woman had eight kids. And she and a had horrible haircut. a set of twins. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the original Karen even, haircut. Even back that that was the original Karen haircut. Yeah. Like C A R Y N Karen. Yes. Like it is a proto Karen haircut. Yes. You know, like she invented Karenism, <laughs> and she the hair was so bad, but the show was so good. It was so wholesome, and it yeah. was, honestly it was the first time I saw. Korean kids mm-hmm. you know like on TV like that and it was representation when we didn't even know it was representation so um, I, I've been I've watched them you know I, I they actually um, influenced my life when I watched them I started making um, puppy chow because of them what? you know what that is yeah alright they're influencers I they changed my life before them, I never ate puppy chow. And after them, I made puppy chow like four or five times. <laughs> and what puppy chow is, it's like checks. Yeah. Like, you know, like checks, corn checks or whatever with um, chocolate, peanut butter and um, powdered sugar. Uh, what is it? A powdered sugar. And then you shake it all up mm-hmm. and it becomes this like, like really sweet and gooey snack. Yes. And Kate Gosselin used to make this for the kids mm-hmm. and the kids would love it. And I'm like, highest fuck in my studio apartment in San Francisco. I'm like, <laughs> shit, that looks good. <laughs> so I started making because it, it was so easy of a snack. Yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, in that way, they really did influence me culturally in that way. And also... <laughs> Introduce white it was the first time white culture to me. This these you know part Korean, part white kids, mm-hmm. and her their dad is half Korean, and yes. he uh, the one of the most uh, like um, memorable fights they had was about making bokumbap, and how like he was making kimchi bokumbap, yeah, and he, they were arguing because he was like, we you have to cut up the green onion, yeah. and put the white part in first, yeah, because it cooks. longer slower longer and they were fighting back and forth about like why it mattered or why not and i was like this this crazy haircut lady has no idea what she's talking about let him make his food god damn it (laughs) anyway so maddie uh is back in the news 
Uh, she's 21 now, it's if crazy. you can believe. I started watching her when she was five. Yeah. And um, time. You know? She's time. It's it crazy. Has, it happens. It's crazy yeah. how that works. And um, you know, she's she was quoted as saying like, "I'm I'm so happy to be and proud to be part of the community." Mm. And you know, she's she's obviously you know really kind of like now taking in all this like Asian hate crime stuff right. like it's it's she's using her platform whatever this platform is now she has 137,000 followers mm-hmm. that, and she's lending a voice to and she doesn't have to no. she could just blend in and be an, another like white girl or yeah. whatever like but she's not she's owning her Koreanness and publicly um, saying how proud she is and y- you know she's saying that she makes kick ass kimchi as well yeah so I'm I'm really I'm really I'm I'm proud of her for like not just like surviving reality TV yes. that alone Nuts. that as a child that alone must have been so fucking hard for you like that's really you oh know what that's God. one of my main I, this is crazy but that's actually one of my pet peeves what children on reality TV yes like children who yeah, like influencers tough. force or like reality stars force children that have no say in whether or not they're going to be fucking famous and this yeah. like video documentation photographic like with influencers like to act a certain way there's so many youtube people that have like families so with children they show their faces yeah. they like exploit them they make sure that they're like you know we talk about like you know we were talking about my act and like how i talk about my son but that's me i'm not yeah. i'm not forcing him to be in the You're line not putting I, his face or his I, likeness yes, or anything yeah. like that and i'm also like not making fun of like putting him in a position where like he would have to he himself would be held accountable for it it's all coming through my lens and it's very specifically a creative enterprise what they're doing is like very revealing and private and like they have no say in it so when this bitch is 21 she's got to see video of herself at five yeah but i guess in the other hand like one would argue that you have all this footage of yourself and not everyone could say that. Like that's a kind of a special thing, and you know, yeah. And it's not like the city, the the show was like, uh, I don't know. You're on an island, and you have is like, that exploitative? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it was almost documentarian in sure. that way, where it's like, look at this crazy family with these <laughs> so many half kids. Korean kids. Yeah, <laughs> but also I will say she looks very Korean. Who does Maddie? Does yeah, yeah, she does. Like that, those yeah. that that like not all of the kids look like as Asian as she does. Yeah, you know, because her dad had like green eyes. Yeah, his her dad looked Korean. Yes. yes, her dad looks like my uncles. Yes, like my uncles look like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, except like, for the green eyes. Yes, I mean that's the yeah. thing. It was like it it was nuts where it's like those genes kind of ran strong in that situation. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I mean, because the thing is like it, yeah, that, and yeah. that's what we're proud of, baby. <laughs> That DNA be strong. <laughs> that them dominant genes. I mean, it is nice, like especially in this moment, for her to take the time to like yeah, voice it. Is it. Very nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was for Korean American Day. Korean Day. That's yeah. right. She posted a picture of herself holding a, a baby doll, a Korean American doll, heritage doll. And um, yeah, I think it's so sweet. She doesn't have. She definitely could just not be in the limelight and not use her position to do anything. So um, yeah, so I think that's pretty kick-ass. Kia. <laughs> okay, my kick-ass uh, Korean is none other than Julia Ryu. Ah, uh, dive! I want to love this song. Have you listened to the song? It's yes, so I just good. listened to it. It's so good. Um, oh my god! So I'm she obsessed. is on TikTok. She just posted. She never posted on TikTok before. January fourteenth. Uh, Jan- she posted her song. Yes. Uh, and her- three days ago. <laughs> and it has more than like six hundred thousand views. Uh, yes. And she put a filter on herself, and it's like she was saying that she had never seen a Korean American prison uh, princess, a Korean princess, mm-hmm. uh, from Disney. And so she made one and then created her own Korean American, Korean, Korean, Korean princess Disney version that is singing a song about very specifically something, uh, a story. Do you know the song? Do you know the story? I've heard of the story, but this song is original. Yeah, the song itself is original, yeah. but it's 
um, like calls. It's loosely based on a fo- folk tale. Yes, about like Shimchongi. Yes, uh, about yeah. a blind her blind father and how she sacrifices mm-hmm. so that he was able to see. And so mm-hmm. she created this Korean princess that looks crazy much like exactly like what a Disney princess would look like if she was Asian. Yes. It's crazy. How did she do that? She made this filter or there's this filter? I have no idea. I have no idea. I think it's like Disney princess yourself. And like, it's one of those like TikTok filters and she put it on and she sang her original song dive, which is about um, this, you know, it's like that. I wish song uh, that every musical has. And it's so beautifully written. She's a composer. Yes. She's from Harvard. Okay. Of course. Final year. It in sounds Harvard. like yeah. It really does sound like one of those like Alan Menken songs from back in the like OG Disney princess era. Yes. You know, like the like the part of your world, or you know, like any one of those like I wish numbers. Like those, it really sounds like that. I it's it's ready to go, man. Oh, and Come she's on, got Disney, she's, and she's got offers, but. One of the, She's got offers? Oh, for sure. What are you, what are you talking about? Oh. Not from Disney, maybe? Not yet? Maybe Disney is calling? Oh, Disney's probably... I, they better be calling. Maybe calling. And leaving a fucking message. Maybe calling for a lawsuit, but who knows? But, like, I think... <laughs> but one of the her quotes was that it was important to her... It was important to me that she has monolids. And yes. the princess has a monolid. And like No Sankapur, which is like very important to her. And you know, it was because I was watching, I was reading um, a Reddit thread about this like guy was like, do what do Korean people actually look like? Because it was just a white person that doesn't, has only ingested Korean media through K-pop, through K-pop. and K-drama. Mm-hmm. And right. he was like, but do Korean people actually look like this? Because also many people talk about how much surgery people have had. You know, specifically right. Korean stars. And... Mm-hmm. This person posted, it was like, actually, it's one of those things like if you were in American culture, like if you only understood American culture through movies, you think that everyone yeah. like rapped and did crime. <laughs> yeah. Do or like I mean? Kardashians, like everyone had a Brazilian butt lift. Yes. And or, had Kim Kardashian's face. Or was in like, The Sopranos. Like, yeah. Like you, there's yeah. just like, you know, because there's like also, um, especially if you're from Chicago, like broadly, like people think that it's like the only thing that people know is like gangster culture, like Capone. It's oh, either God. the Bulls or Capone. I'm telling you, like, you know, when you travel, yeah. it's like they have no idea. But right. same thing with Korean culture. And so like he, this uh, Redditor responded was just like, no, most people actually don't get surgery anymore, especially recently. And also, mm-hmm. if you watch K-dramas, there are, the monolith is starting to like sh- pop up yeah it's back it's back like Paxodam, i think really brought it back with a passion <laughs> on a global stage yeah right like she her face really like gave us like hey this like really conscious decision mm-hmm. for a mega star yes to not alter her eyes at all at all and especially it's, when she was a child and the fact that she wanted to be a star i can't imagine the pressure she must have underwent but just oh, like to be like so no. much i bet yeah, but your your face. I mean, like I am like I'm like I am embarrassed about my Sankapur. I'm like, oh god, I wish I didn't. Like, Maybe you should get a reverse, reverse surgery. surgery. But I didn't have surgery in the first place, so it'd be like creating it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like a breast reduction. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it. But it's, yeah, it's, that's it's really great. cool that she stuck to that. Yes, and that she she was like that this like sort of representation inside of because this is when it matters. Right. Like when you're very young, when you're trying to see a version of yourself inside of culture. Um, Mm -hmm. I was starting to show my son uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm. And like. He responded to in a way that like I didn't anticipate. Where it was exciting for him to hear and see things that he understood were Asian. The fact that they were all eating with Mm. chopsticks. Like, it's like that sort of shit where it's so deeply ingrained in you where everything you'll be watching will never look like you. Yeah. It's making you feel othered. Yes. And it's something that you are, like, not embarrassed of, but, like, you know not everyone has. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he responded that way at five, that it wasn't, like... 
so, you know, that's something that he didn't, he hadn't seen all the time because he doesn't live in Korea, right? Because in Korea, and like all the children's cartoons, they eat with chopsticks. Right. They take their shoes. No one's wearing shoes in the house. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff like that's like deeply ingrained in the culture. But like for him, seeing that was important. If only that he understood this like a big deal. It's a Disney movie. It looked like that. Mm-hmm. And the very basic thing about like eating with chopsticks, like... Um, having like different eyes, everyone having black mm. hair, you know, yeah. except for the dragon. Hair is so important. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, where the, the hair d- thing is so important. Like, you know, Dragon Ball Z. I used to, you know, that anime, right? Yes, huge anime. Of course. I I I used to watch that dubbed in Korean a videotape. Yeah. When I was young. Like, oh yeah, I remember that section do- of the video store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was so addicted to them. I, I would go every week Saturday and get it, get one, and my mom would get like iroiroi pame. Of course, and she would get like toyo. Um, uh, what was it? Popopo. Do you remember popopo? Yes, po-po-po I know. Back in the day? Yes, yeah. so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And um, so anyway, I, I, we watched Dragon Ball Z, but I really did not until recently come to terms with that Goku and his whole family, like all the entire race of Saiyans. Yeah. They had black hair. Yes. But when they were super powered, yeah. they turned into blondes <laughs> with green eyes. Yes. Their eyes changed and they turned blonde and that meant that they were s- superior. Mm-hmm. And even that sort of like, I- I'm sure it wasn't done purposefully like that, but just now it's just like icky. You know, like you're just like... Ah, that's like so sneaky that you like subverted that into my brain. That I mean, like a better version of you is blonde. I mean, there's so many like things inside of uh, Korean, like actually from Korea culture, mm. like the content and the media, where like that sort of westernized beauty is deeply idealized. And yeah. like, and, and even though everyone's face is Asian, everyone talks about like, how good of smaller faces like it's bizarre you know where like the face in front of you can never look the way that like the ideal version of it right mm-hmm. and there's this constant striving for something other than your own face like <laughs> even though everyone oh, is, ev- even though everyone is objectively so attractive yeah yeah it's so tragic like it, what's even uh, crazier so like julia is is korean american she grew up in st louis so when we, as she's Ugh, a Midwestern, she, yes, she's a Midwestern Korean, which is a whole other yeah. thing, you know, oh, it's yeah. like Southern Asians are a whole other thing, you know? Oh yeah. I honestly did not know there were Koreans outside of coastal Koreans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I felt the same way. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, in terms of community and stuff like that, just yeah. like the numbers alone. Right. But she was saying that she was like born raised in st louis started training on the violin at four like doing all the things she's supposed to i mean this bitch is at fucking harvard you know she's doing it Mm -hmm. um but she lost her grandfather to covid i mean this is a pandemic story right Mm. and inside of that like having lost her grandfather she felt detached from a culture because like that's a lot of korean americans deeper connection to it especially depending on how assimilated your parents become you know Mm because i knew kids whose parents spoke english at home you know korean kids like 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 mostly korean you know where they would only yell at their kids in korean uh 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 you know what i mean like but mostly speak in english otherwise english wow Uh, I wish I had that. I, me too. I used to go over oh there and be like, this God. is so wonderful. Like, I know. <laughs> my mom would never speak English. Yes. I hated it. <laughs> my, my parents my parents even now. I could never have friends that are not Korean because of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, and I did, but like they would never be able to speak to my friends. No. Ugh. My mom, I mean, my parents still only talk to my son in Korean. My son like wow. understand. He looked at me. I was like, "So what did wow. ha- what did Harmy say?" And he looked at me and was like, "I don't know." Like <laughs> he's like going off a of feel. Like he's like, "I think she wants me to do this." <laughs> like especially because pandemic. Like they weren't spending it. They like for like a year and a half. They didn't see him. Yeah, yeah. So it's wow. like it, we lost a lot of time. You know, it's this has been going mm. on forever. So, wow. but because she felt detached, she was looking to reconnect, and it's like it's it's interesting the ways. 
in like that Korean Americans come back to it, right? We were talking about it last week, like through art, through like any sort mm -hmm. of like uh, through the opening of the deli, like the way that we find our ways back to it, you mm -hmm. know, I think is always is so interesting and so uniquely American, Korean American, and I mean Shimjung, like. I remember this folktale because, like, I had. Do you remember those Korean books? Those like blue, those thin blue books. Oh yeah, they were uh -huh. long and that had all the yeah yeah folktales. Folk like, tales in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's in this. Is this is one of those. Mm hmm. Uh, and depending on like, I guess whether or not that guy came by again to like sell those to your parents, like, it, like I saw some houses that had all of the set. We had four. The full set. Yeah. yeah. I did not have the full set. You had the starter pack. We had the starter pack. <laughs> but I did have all of the World Book Encyclopedia from 1986. We had World Book too. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, did you guys buy from a door to door? Of course. From a, <gasps> oh my god, we did too. Yeah, from a Korean Ajishi, of course. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so I was so I had such a complex yeah. about not having Britannica. Yes. Because all the rich kids had Britannica. Yes. The blue. And I had World yeah, Book. Yeah. yeah. We had the and World the World Book was like the second tier encyclopedia set. Yeah. But let me tell you, I look, I read my world books every day. Every day. Okay, let me let me ask you this. I bet you did because you're a freak just like me. <laughs> did you know? Remember the world books? Um, I forget which letter it was, but it's like maybe it was H for human body. No, the and one it with the, the cellophane. The cellophane yes, yes, yes. And it would just go through the different layers of the like pulmonary systems. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The lungs, the the organs, the bones, skeleton yeah. at the and bottom. Then I would always look at the penis and be like, "Hmm, interesting." <laughs> yes, because it's the oh only part. Oh my of, god! Because when you rifle through it, like that part of yeah. the book would open automatically because of the different. Exactly. Yes. It's a. Oh my god! Yeah. See. The kids these days will never know. They'll never know the what it's like. The get joy of uh, of a world book cellophane middle. Like, <laughs> uh. They'll never know what it's like to get a paper cut on gold leaf oh, paper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love the um, all the maps. I had the world book atlases too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So really? all the map. Yeah. Yeah. We. My mom sprung for him. Okay. <laughs> Did. That's nice. I mean, you know, that's like I still have them. You still have them? I have them in my house. Oh my god! My those mom. Are, I bet to... those are. I I want to like buy an old set. Well, you know, because Just it's from, from 1986. Like the Soviet Union is still in there. It's yeah, like still yeah, fucking... exactly. USSR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like East and West Germany. Like it's mm -hmm. all there, and it's like crazy to see Yugoslavia yeah all of it yeah so like you see a snapshot of the world but also like culture because I've like looked up homosexuality I've looked and it's like so interesting because you know at that point like AIDS is happening right. and it's like in the mix in the middle of it so right. oh my god I mean like I, I, I love I still go through it I like I'll sometimes I'll be rifling through and I'll find like my little like little fifth grade handwriting on the side like, <gasps> on like the side. remember this like this is important ah, or some, you know whatever like you know for whatever project because like sometimes you know if you were like me and you didn't start your project until the night before sometimes and you didn't of course. then you don't have to, you couldn't go to the library you had the encyclopedia of, you have though. your world books yeah because you could research then you know because there was no internet it was having google yeah there on was, yourself exactly like i mean yeah. the worst thing i ever done uh-huh was cut out a picture of an elephant from the <laughs> from world book. your world book <gasps> and then you pasted it on your like a report Project, or something yeah. oh my god Unji. because i didn't have time to go that's to the so painful. i know that's so painful <laughs> I, I still see it whenever I rifle through. No, the empty space where the elephant was. I hope you got an A. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Worth it. Anyways, shout out. You know out. who I would give an A is Julia Rue. Right? Our kick-ass yeah. period. Yeah. Key. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, if you haven't seen the TikTok, go check it out. It's Julia, so R-I-E-W. The song is amazing. I hope you're getting deals upon deals upon deals. Um, I'm ready to sing if you need me. 
I'm, I'm happy to cackle in any sort of supporting role available. Uh, and Abadanza right. to you, Julia. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Oh my gosh. It's World Book. I can't believe. Of I course. Know. Isn't that wild? Like, do you, do you think that, like, was it? Like, I didn't realize it was, like, so common until later. What? The encyclopedia? Yeah, the world book thing. I don't know if, if world book was common. I, Britannica was common. Yeah, that was the thing. I knew most of the, but, you know. Only not the I, poor kids had world book. I didn't even register it like that, though. For real. Oh, like, yeah. I... Because now when I think about it, I always thought it was like the Britannica because all, and now when I think about it, like all those people moved to Northbrook and we stayed in Skokie. Uh, <laughs> that's what divides you. That's what, that's what divides <laughs> It's so crazy. But you're right. Like, I guess it would have been because it was cheaper. That makes sense. I didn't, it never occurred to me. Yeah. yeah. I still love them. What happened to yours? I love them. I don't know. My mom, I I don't know. My mom probably gave it away or something like that. Does she give stuff away? Or just she'll throw away? She'll like give. She'll. We, we do like hand me downs all the time. Like people get hand me downs and stuff. And honestly, uh, I wish I had. I wish I still had them because I made little notes too. Yeah. Ugh, Especially in that big unabridged dictionary. Yes. Oh. That dictionary anyway. was huge. <clears throat> that dictionary yeah. was huge to me. I used to love the children's dictionary. I used to like sit there and read it. Yeah, same. And, like look at pictures. Yeah. And, like I would always like look up dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that the children's one like and like having like activities because there's that thing where it's like all those yeah. activities in there for a uh-huh. rainy day. And I remember just like looking at these pictures and be like, oh, is this what like other families do together? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, like, just the sad ones like us. <laughs> No, my family did not read with me. I was reading no. alone in the corner. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> like my mom would yell at me for reading too much all the time. Oh my god, that's so crazy. <laughs> Why do not Yeah. And uh, like Chamjet that like instead of going to sleep, I had like a touch oh, lamp next to my up. I had uh, a touch Remember when touch lamps were a thing? Yeah. I want to bring them back. Yes. I had a touch lamp. I love lamp. a touch lamp. Oh my gosh! Yeah, three different touch. layers. I levels. know. Touch, touch, yeah. touch, touch, touch. That's how I learned to masturbate. And then on off, on off, on off, on off, on off. All right. Well, we've been back. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I j- I have to ask you. Mm-hmm. How is you're almost at the end of your ketamine journey? I feel yes. Or ketamine therapy journey. Yes. What so t- fill us in being close to the end now? Like, recommend? I, wanna, I want to up the situation. Like, the last <laughs> the last time I was there, I was kind of like, I don't know, this doesn't feel like as crazy as it did the other time. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I see why it's important to continue to do work. Like, mm. You don't walk away like it it feels epinephic, you know, but what's that mean? Like epiphanies. Like it feels like um yeah, it feels epinephic. Like it feels like huge and like there's like moment where an epiphany has been bestowed upon you and this is like a thing that imbues you with all of the wonder of the world and bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? Like you see it. Mm. Like I literally wrote in one of my journals, I was like Human existence, dot, 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 incredible. Like, you know what I mean? It's like super bullshit like that. <laughs> like, I'm, Which I'm sure was 100% true to course. where you were and feeling. Of course. I was like, I couldn't yeah. imagine. I couldn't. The, the human brain to me was like insane. And I was like just thinking about all the electrical impulses. Like, beep, boop, beep, boop, you know? Um, like, <laughs> it's like, like bullshit that you think about when you're stoned for the first time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, but, and it does generally, you feel that for a couple of days, but like the rest of life, 
is still there right like you still have to wash the dishes like you can't live in that epiphany and like no. you know like you know we've talked about it here like you know buddha was like a fucking dick like he abandoned his wife and his children and he went to go yeah. you know just be stoned all Sit the time under a tree yeah, yeah exactly and fucking pursue <laughs> enlightenment and like you know someone sure. else was cleaning up the mess we all have to both be Buddha and his wife, right? We have to mm. sit under a tree and also ultimately go do the dishes, put away right. your clothes and like do all the mundane, dreary, sort of real life things. Mm -hmm. And that monotony uh, corrodes the epinephic experience. Sure, sure, yeah. Because you can't live there. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the work comes in, I think, to like... Right. To Learn bridge it. To bridge it, to how to bring and incorporate that sensation and feeling and knowledge into a real existence. You know, like what does it look like when you understand and have room in your heart and your brain to be more forgiving? What does it look like to Ooh. still have, you know what I mean? Like what does that look like? What does it look like to have more joy in your life, but also do all the dishes, make dinner, and plan your life? I that it's a really great question, and it's something that I think you you decide to do or not do every day. Like it's a reset. Yes, you know what I mean. Every day, your eyes like blink awake. And the dunkup, you know, like, by the way, do you have dunkup? Yeah, of course. So much. My I have are... so much dunkup all the time. I is mean, that a Korean thing? I don't know. Because Eric never has dunkup. Are you serious? And he's always like peeling dunkup out of my face. And he's like, babe, like you have so much crust. And he I, never I, has I have to like, I have to pull it out of my eyes like Truly. a booger. Yeah. But, that, but that's <laughs> Eye the boogers. thing. Eye boogers. But why know, do we was... have those? Also... Do you think that's the reason why we have a word for it versus like in English, oh. it's eye booger, right? Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dunkup is an actual word. Yes. But we don't, we also, we don't say ear, words earwax. We don't have a word for earwax. Yeah, we do. What is it? Sushi. Sushinda means like you're to digging. I guess pick so out, dig out. It. Yeah. Kiko? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kiko? Kiko? What's what's Kiji? Oh, Kiji, Kiji, but uh, Kiji. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Kiji yeah. is there's for okay, sure you're a right. word for it. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah. You're right. But anyway, maybe maybe that's the reason why there's a word. I mean, because I've talked about it. Because my relatives in Korea are always always very curious because that doesn't exist in English. Does your kid have nunkop? <gasps> You've never noticed? He does not. Or he doesn't. Anji. <gasps> He's so white. I did not That's know. That's the whitest thing about him. Yes. Anji. <gasps> I can't believe we just discovered this. Yes. On I mean, the pod. That's crazy. You're pulling out fucking mo tracks and tracks. Tracks. Like, I have to, like, pull. It's like, it's like a magician with scarves yeah, out of a sleeve. Like, like, yeah, like, I don't understand. I have so much fucking crust every oh, morning. Every morning. But then during the day, I'll get it. Like, it's. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the day. It, yes. As if I was crying all day or something. Yes. I get what it. What the fuck? I mean, I wake up with the crust. And then yeah. throughout the day, I get the, like, the long, juicy ones. It, yeah, you. <laughs> You're pulling it out throughout the day. Yeah, it's a whole day experience. But you've never uh, done. You've never seen your son. No, I've never. I've never done that. Oh, oh, like that. You're like missing tender the thing. joy. Yeah, like, of like pulling it out. Cause like my mom. You know, that's like a tender oh, moment where your mom pulls it out. Yeah, my 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 boyfriend does that for me. <laughs> oh, chakke. Like, chakke. <laughs> I know. That's but so and then so the reason I even bring up Dunkop is like. I, I've been peeling dunkup out of my dog's eyes. <laughs> oh my god! I I wish yeah. my son did that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get your son some dunkup. <laughs> That's crazy! Oh my god, you're right. Whoa, 
You're right. Okay, oh. okay. So wait, when you were talking about, you know, every day you make this choice and yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day, <laughs> you, 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 I, 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 at least for me, I have to. I'm making. I'm remaking the choice to do the work every day, or a day I'm going fuck it. I'm tired today, and I don't do the work. So it does feel like a daily thing. Like it's kind of like this face regimen you got me on. Like yes. some nights I'm like, God, I don't want to fucking do this four step process. I'm sick of this. You know, <laughs> I just want to pass out in front of the yeah. TV, you know, yeah. with my mouth open. Yes. But <laughs> I do that too. I do that too. Yeah. yeah. But like I do it because I know it's, it's one of those things that's good for me. It's the same thing as me. Like when I was a kid, I never, ever wanted to make my bed. Yeah. I never. I wanted to leave it chijobune, yes. and my mom be like, "Make your bed," and I'd be like, "Why? I'm just gonna get into it later anyway." I know it makes you no know? sense. Yeah. And then the but now I am understand and now I make the bed always because for me, what my mom couldn't relate to me as a young child at that point was that it's not about getting into it or out of it or like whether it's messed up or not it's that you're starting your day mm -hmm. on the right foot yes that's that's all it is at least for me is if i'm not making the bed if i'm not even making the bed i'm not ready for anything yeah you, you're still laying in it yeah like yeah. I, metaphorically yeah yeah i mean truly like because it yeah. is it's one of those things where i remember discovering this like i remember reading some fucking refinery 29 some like bullshit like before <laughs> refinery 29 was the thing you know what i mean like one of yeah, these email yeah. things about there's like making your bed and how much mm. better it'll make you feel and mm. you know i was like you know being a low point in my life being like okay why the fuck not this seems stupid and i'll easy. try anything i'll try anything <laughs> Yeah. And it did because it, it, it literally does work. It works because it makes you feel like you've accomplished something. You're beginning yes, your day immediately, immediately like you're done and like you're not sleeping anymore. You're now a person yes. who is awake and moving on with their lives and going yes. out there and you can't having the, uh, the smallest of intentions to care. Yes, it's yeah. nuts, though. I mean, so I guess that's what I'm hoping to bring, like, because mm. it is easier for me to do that post ketamine. It's make easier to make the bed. I mean, I've always made the bed, but I'm talking about like larger, like emotional, spiritual intention, like mm -hmm. about making choices for myself, mm -hmm. um, feeling, making empowered. decisions, empowered, because I'm feeling like I can make decisions and not just plan. <sighs> Because I plan. I plan obsessively. I can tell sure. you about every single permutation of every single decision I've ever made in my fucking life. But how often have I made a decision? I would say less than half. But I've wow. planned for every single decision. Right. And like it's giving myself the room to decide and move on and not be racked with guilt and anxiety and it's like, it's a weird shaking off, but like still having mm. to make the decisions, I'm still myself, you mm. know? Like I'm still a person who's had my f history. Um, every trauma we've ever lived, we continue to live, you know? There's remnants of it stuck to us everywhere. But it just feels crazy, like, it feels crazy. You know what it feels like? Um, it feels like my, like this, the psychic colonic, it feels like for me, I haven't spewed anything because there's no memories or anything like that. It feels more like um, like mm. a, a mm -hmm. version of like, there's like, I feel more ready, smoother. There's less mm -hmm. stuff sticking to me. I yeah. feel shuna. You're more aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm able to, I'm so slippery. Like I'm like, yeah, no you're way. You're ready to fly, baby. <laughs> But I, mean, I think that's like uh, for me how it feels like in the everyday. In the moment, it felt like a colonic. But like how mm. I'm dealing with it and how I'm living my life, though, it feels much more like depicta. Like, mm. yeah, like an Ajumai has given me the scrubbing of a lifetime. I'm going through a similar thing, but in a physical sense lately. So I've gotten back into. So I used to play tennis a lot 
Really? Like I, I took lessons as a kid. Me too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I luckily I lived in Flushing where the USTA is. So like yeah. my mom would take me down there, and wow, it was a whole thing. Yeah, it was super much, and um. But, you know, as a kid, you never want to do anything your parents want you to do. Never. No, no. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I love, like, everything my mom used to try to force me to do, you know? Of course, like what a chongeguri. You know, know. you know chongeguri, the story? You know, that's the story my mom, my mom, that was her nickname for me. Chongeguri. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I remember (laughs) explaining it. I I told that story. Always doing the opposite. Always doing the opposite. Chongeguri. That was her, literally her nickname for me that's what she called mm-hmm. me from the ages of like 11 till yesterday like she calls me this <laughs> and i was ex- i was telling the story to somebody that's like white and they're like oh that's like an intense story to tell a young person i was like yeah because they don't we don't fuck that's around how about- all our stories yeah are. <laughs> we don't fuck around about filial piety you better be grateful because they're gonna die and you're gonna bury them yeah. in the water <laughs> and you will live in that shame forever yeah. so i you know now that and then you know I, I played a lot 10 years ago before I was doing comedy in San Francisco I was super fit and playing tennis and biking running marathons like I was a different person yeah and I found comedy and I completely just let all of it go yeah and and I was talking to someone uh, this week about how I did a podcast for a oh not a podcast well I guess it was a podcast have you do you know what Discord is? Yes. Okay, so I'm just learning about what Discord is. Okay, you're and like this most like Ajima thing you've ever said. Okay. <laughs> like first of all, you bring up chunkagori, like you call yourself that. <laughs> and then you're <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm self aware. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So don't don't ask me what an NFT is, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of that, he is it was an NFT like crowd because Okay. This guy is an artist. It's the guy who uh, made Fairfax or, or created the characters for Fairfax, like the cool. art. Mm-hmm. And he, um, I, I guess, is selling and creating NFTs and and he's doing like a weekly podcast thing to like invite people on to talk about their careers or whatever. Anyway, so he invites me on. We start talking about my career and, you know, where I came from and blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of once I started comedy, I just fell so deep into it that I I stopped nurturing any relationships. Yeah. And that included with people, mm-hmm. with myself, yeah. with stuff I enjoyed a la tennis. Yeah. You know, like I just like became a good little cult boy. Yeah. And fell so hard into it. I also um found a relatively um, functional way to feed my anxiety and depression. Like, yes. found the di- balance, like the yeah. perfect balance. You know, that's what com- the comedy world does for you. Is like it gives you an outlet to really like live out your mental illness. Oh, in, in a functional way. You Sometimes, know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we're lucky. <laughs> so ten years in now. As I'm kind of like mentally coming out of this fog of of a of a great depression of sorts, I I'm starting to play tennis again and I'm starting to enjoy it again and yeah, it's feeling good and moving is feeling good and the blood flow and it's something that I haven't like I haven't needed in my life you know like yeah i have a i have a, like a thirst for it like i want to get out there and like get my blood flowing and like hit around right. and, and and you know be competitive and you know in covid there's so much you can do so like it's it's like a perfect amalgam of things and i'm realizing like how much i de- like depraved myself of depraved no deprived deprived myself i was depraved <laughs> i deprived continue to my, be continue to be forever <laughs> amen but deprive myself of the the things that brought once brought me joy mm-hmm. and i detached from that for some reason and now i'm 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 finding it back again and that feeling of like getting into my body again is really waking me up again and it's like that's great yeah it really is and it's making me feel like like what you said like empowered and yeah. and i'm feeling tired 
yeah. and exhausted and not just from getting a high. Yeah. You know, like I'm exhausting my body via exercise and not just exercise of like, I got to run and I got to do these push-ups and I got to yeah. look good. It's like, no, I'm exercising because I actually am like enjoying the feeling of it. Yes. The enjoying like the 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 e- either the victory or defeat uh, in the game and you know like and, and being being competitive and be edging each other out uh, you know in the sport of it all like mm-hmm. i'm just refinding that that joie that's de vie that's great that's great yeah you know yeah. tennis and pickleball have really taken off during yes. covid and yeah, i, 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 I and it's, you know it's a thing that you can stay distance and i i love that's tennis it. as well and it's like you know i I, I like. I think exercise is so great, and it's like, oh my god, you guys! I'm we, we apologize. Ajuma has never I'm so been. Sorry. A, Ajuma, has, Ajuma podcast does not endorse exercise or no. or say anything that's it's just it's just or for entertainment purposes. Heart rate for an extended time. Yeah, we do not. This is for entertainment purposes only. But like, I will say that there's something about movement. Period. Like, I hmm. think that um, for people that live very much in their heads. That it is a source of relief. It is. And it's I like, get to not think for a while. And it's important to not think. Oh my It's goodness. really important to not think. And like well, I and think not talk. And not talk and not have to worry about oh having a take on God. something and being humorous or good. Like you can just be fucking intense. And the thing yeah. is, but the thing is it can also bring you joy. Like I've seen women who joy who exercise without joy and it is Pilates. Oh. And it's like it's crazy to me. I know it's like it can be cool. I understand. I've done it before. It makes you look great, you know. But you see the bodies that joyless exercise creates, right? Yeah. It's like tight. Yeah. Taut. Lean, taut, yeah. like fibrous. You know, yes. Like it just like. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I like that though, because like I, there's like part of me that looks that looks rich to me, like like skinny white ladies that have like like the neck things like this but everything else is super tight and have like the wiry things i love that i love like a i love like a, a tight lady with like crepey uh oh, cleavage no uh, no like, why <laughs> i don't know i just like it it's like it's like a bitch that wears like lily pulitzer and like vacation somewhere you know what i mean like they ski and veil you know i like that but they're not happy oh yeah of course they're, they're miserable they're having yeah. they're cheating with each other's husbands and stuff it's crazy and awesome <laughs> they drink red wine they wear white like it's like that's like that's a life but like yeah, yeah. But, i mean joyless exercise breeds like that kind of thing versus joyful mm. exercise like you know like people that are really into lifting people like you just see it like it looks more buoyant people like yeah. It's good. It's important to have joy and have space for your, make space for you it. You shouldn't begrudgingly doing the the, the exercise, yes. or at least I can't. I just can't keep it up. But I cannot ten- either. Tennis has been a lifesaver for me. And, That's so great. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm really excited too. It feels good to like take ownership over my body again. Yeah. Yeah. Have some it's control and like. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the life squares happening for you, honey? The what? Life square. Career, passion, uh-huh. health, relationships. Wow. All four? Yeah. Patent Can pending. we have it all? Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> but you need to make room for all four. All of them have all to four. be in balance. Otherwise, you become too enmeshed in one thing. You find yourself after that, a period of time. I was career for forever. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm try- I, 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 I think I... Um. Uh, mostly depression. <laughs> That's the fifth square. That's the fifth square. It's actually the circle in which all the squares inside of. But I, I, I think that like even if, if for if you are if you're not experiencing success, but you're just like focused on the career so much, you know, like it does impact the other parts of your life, and in it in does. a way that ultimately is you're seeing like brought less joy or no joy to you. So like the this success, is the year of joy. Yes, because even the success you were experiencing, you couldn't fully enjoy. No, because I'm always looking at the next thing. Yes, and that's what I talked about or talked about, prayed about at that temple today. Was Ooh. I want to be more present and joyful, and not so achievement oriented. Wow. And I think it's because of this thing. Uh, I've been talking about this for the last few months. Yeah. And something I talked to my therapist about is. 
trying to find a practice for joy as opposed to wishing upon it. This is such a bad thing. Ooh. I hate this, but I just saw this mug on that <laughs> on, on that cheer on that no no listen on on the desktop of the, one of the coaches on cheer you know that you know that yes. Netflix yes it says don't wish for it work for it <laughs> <laughs> but and I truly rolled my eyes to the back of my skull when I saw that but, but. it does it does it does um, translate in, in in my case with joy because I've been wishing wishing upon a star for joy for happiness yes. for so long and I'm now realizing that as you and I have talked about it, it's incumbent upon myself Oof. to make that happen. Yeah, like I have the power to be joyful. And I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not powerless and need to wish up upon it from like a cosmic sense oh that's beautiful let's end here <sighs> okay well thanks so much for listening <laughs> that's so good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bitch don't wish for it work for it <laughs> from Kia. cheer Kia. <laughs> love y'all talk to you next week bye, bye.